Hey everybody, <clears throat> we're back. It's been a little bit. Uh, we are on the road to an Oklahoma turkey hunt, but we need to fill fill everybody in on what we've been doing. Um, we haven't been able to drop a, uh, an episode here in a little. It's been a little while, so we're always trying to be consistent. But our podcast always falls through because we're we're busy. We're not always together. So um, this this podcast is sponsored by Remington. Man, I've I've killed probably more turkeys than anything with the nitro nitro three inch turkey loads by remington growing up that, that was the that was the ammo to shoot yep they've, they've since then they've got a lot of great tss nine shot stuff um if you're in the need for ammo check them out the, nowadays i just get as much ammo as i can because of the scare we had in 2020 you know i'm not one of those crazy ammo guys but if I can get a couple extra boxes every season, then I won't have a scare. It's helpful. Ammo's always a hit or miss, you know. But yeah, check them out. Let's get into it. Driving uh, down to an Oklahoma turkey hunt first Oklahoma turkey hunt ever and it should be fun but I think it should be yeah man it's it's April April 20th and turkey seasons have been open for a little while Nebraska Kansas um, d- um, did Iowa so high level recap is we have not hunted Nebraska near as much as we, as we normally do I don't know why that is we've just been we've been busy and the weather has just kind of been hit or miss and I feel like the weather has been majorly hit or miss. I feel like we've been, um, I guess, early season, like archery stuff for Nebraska. We were kind of, at least I was more concerned with like getting burns in for Kansas on good days, you know? Yeah. And we all, I also just, pardon me. We don't like shooting birds early. Don't like shooting birds early. I just, there's a ton of studies on, uh, yeah, like, like what happens when seasons open earlier, when birds aren't able to breed. Um, like even in Kansas, like we've had opportunities where we could go down there and we just, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm in no rush. Like just give them more time to do their thing before you knock one out, you know? Yeah. So Kansas, uh, archery open. I want to say the third, don't quote me on that. I'm I'm almost positive of the third, but third or fourth. fourth. And we like, we had birds like hitting their roost every night Yep. and we could have easily shot one, but we just decided like, we're not going to. We're not going to shoot a bird down there because the population's not the best. Um, so instead, we did a bunch of fire to help the turkey population. And I mean, if your if your population in your area looks great, go ahead and shoot them. But um, we just know if you let them at least let them breed a couple hens like beforehand, that that's a that's a important thing to do. Um, a lot of people are just worried about killing as many as you can, but. Or we just want to ensure that there's going to be more birds hunting Kansas where right. we're at. Um, so just started hunting them this week in Kansas. So gave them at least two weeks. I mean, we haven't we haven't shot one yet. We've had we had a pretty good hunt. Um, this is kind of out of order. I guess we can start with Kansas. We had a good hunt on Monday. Monday. Weather the seemed weather seemed what? right. Well, what what day is that? That was sixteenth, uh, maybe seventeenth. Seventeenth. Yep. And it was, it was a good hunt. You had to leave early in the morning, but we had birds 
hitting across the road. Um, nothing on our property, which was really, really strange. Usually you've got at least one bird roosted on the 80. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, as you know, we have this, we have the timber. And, I mean, we had a strutter on camera that evening before, too. So I was like, ooh, got to have one roosted on there. And nope. Hens. But um, Dad and I continued to hunt. We couldn't do an evening hunt, but we hunted into the early afternoon. And we had gobblers strike up close, and they just they weren't coming in. Um, we were within at least 70 yards of a gobbler. Never saw him. Um, but he was right there, and we just couldn't call him in. And we later found out he was with hens. Um, I don't know. So we're going we're gonna to kill a Kansas bird. Dad's got a tag. Um, depending on how the population looks, Nate might shoot one um, in May, but yeah, our county just is not, is not full of them for whatever mm-hmm. reason. It doesn't really make sense to me. Um, there's good pasture land. There's decent timber. Um, I think that maybe the nesting habitat might be the kicker. So hopefully all the, I don't know, yeah, 15 yeah. acres of prescribed burn we did this year it's will make help. a huge impact. Is that a joke? It's definitely something. Yeah, it is a joke. It's going to make something like, there's got to be some reason behind it, because um, I don't know. The I feel like the weather has been pretty. I mean, it's been on the wetter side, but it, the weather's been okay to have decent turnover. Um, it's just got to be habitat, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just like you dri- don't see the burning. Like driving driving down there, you'd think, um, oh, there's just gonna be birds in every field. Yeah, but just not that case like when we when we went to iowa we can do a nice pivot to our iowa turkey hunt man there was the most burning i have ever seen like there's burning everywhere i'm like that is actually making a large impact to the bird mm-hmm. like the fire yeah. will yeah. save the bird we've, and like we've Kansas, said it just don't we've said it, it before but we don't burn for the deer like we no. really don't like we absolutely burn only for the turkey, really. Um, I know it, helps it, deer, it, it affects a lot more than just the turkey, but it has the biggest impact on, on the birds. So, yeah, I mean, we've we've debated, do we, uh, do we text the neighbors and, like, try to get some burning permission? Mm-hmm. Um, that would be pretty sweet. I don't know. Something we've thought about. But, um, yeah, in the Iowa, we had... The whole plan was we were going to do this big turkey camp with uh, all of our buddies over at Vortex Optics. and uh, Plus Sam Soholt. Plus Sam, yep. And we all applied. We decided um, we were tossing around doing a group app, but we didn't think that it was going to be a problem drawing. Sure enough, half of us didn't draw the tag we were trying to get. So me, the, the three that didn't draw were me, Nate, and Graham. And looking back, it's kind of nice we both didn't draw. Yeah. Because otherwise we would have been split up for seasons. That would have been interesting. Um, but so then me, Graham, and Nate picked up season one tags. So we actually got to hunt first. And um, Graham was there. He scouted. He found a bird to hunt in the morning. We came. We actually, like, drove there middle of the night morning and got there just in time to, time to hunt some birds. I think three or two. No, it was like I left my house like one thirty. Um, and I mean, there's every like every single morning, birds were just ripping everywhere. Like, yep. we were talking like in our area that we were hunting. Um, 
not to give a lot of detail, but like we figured in like this public chunk, like in the surrounding area, there are just hundreds of birds, hundreds of birds around. Nate's nodding his head. Like, yeah, that's, I mean, when you're alone, like when you alone are hearing like 10 gobblers hammer within your vicinity, you're like, there's a lot of birds around. Yeah. So I don't know. It was, it, it was how you'd expect birds to act April 10th to the 13th, you know, like yeah. gobbling their heads off in the morning, shut up, um, with for the most part with hens, big groups seeing when you're seeing Tom, you're seeing multiple Toms, um, not talking during the day, um, uh, much. If they are talking, they don't give a, they don't, they don't care about you. Mm-mm. Like I, I had a hot bird midday first day and I got close to him and he didn't like, it just made him shut up. So yeah, Monday and Tuesday, those are our from good after, weather days. Those are our good weather days. But from after the morning hunt, I didn't hear a gobble until both those days. I don't think I heard a gobble until the roost. Yeah. Which is, abs- I mean, it's brutal. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're seeing birds, but yeah. they just aren't opening their lips. Yep. So. Turkeys have we lips? Saw, saw, we saw some birds, but like not like, not like outrageous. Um. Monday yeah. was Monday was a pretty sad day, except for the fact that I shot a bird. You know, if if we would have gone to camp and not had none of us shot birds, it would have been like, would it would have been uh, just like because we were covered up in ticks that day for whatever reason too. Um, so we were all kind of like uh, it, having covered up in ticks when you're in a camping situation just kind of sucks. Like you don't want anything attached to you longer than a day. So were they Lone Stars? Yeah, they were. So, but to wrap up my hunt, I went to this new area that I was telling telling Nate, Grant, Nate and Graham about every time we drove by. I was like, "Ooh, I want to hunt those green fields." I decided I'm going to go back there for the evening hunt. Um, long story short, there were, it was some of the thickest stuff I ever walked through. I told Nate I actually felt claustrophobic when I got it, like walking this ridge top. If how that was how thick. I just don't know the, why you kept going. The through. brush was. there's supposed to be an open field at the end, which there was. Um, And dipping down was where the turkeys were at. Like I I was like through this, throughout this whole ridge walking process, there were birds like 50 to hundred yards away along that ridge, but they, and they didn't care about me because like it was so thick. They couldn't hear me like super well. And um, I don't know. They just, they obviously couldn't see me through all that stuff. So, but right when I got in, I bumped some birds and I went to that spot, and man, was it just tore up. Like, I never saw anything else like it, even comparable to it the rest of the trip. Nothing. Like, uh, like the one permission ground that we have that starts with an R, ends with a D. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of turkey sign. Like, on that guy's piece, was it like that? Um, I guess I'm trying to remember what that was like. Remember, like, like that, that ag field into those trees? It was just dust. I mean, like, literally, it was more than that. Like, I, like I the ground is covered. Like, like it was, like, no joke, like you tilled the ground. The whole ridge. The entire thing. Leaf piles, like, a foot tall. Foot tall. That's how it was. It was, it was insane. Like, the, the fact that I, like, like I, I kept walking after that was just kind of dumb. Like, I needed to just sit my butt back down because mm-hmm. the birds were obviously going to come back. But that's what I eventually did because I got super deep, saw two hunters. Um, one of them oh, was, you saw them? one of them was talking to me. I saw their decoys. It was literally just like walking up the hill, saw their two decoys out. He'd been talking to me this whole time. 
and then it's all boat. You're talking like like hen talking. Yeah, hen talking. Yep. Because he every single time I called, he he hit, hit, and then he'd like try to, yeah. Um. So, then I saw a boat on the dock, uh, or on the on the bank, just a little bit further down too. So I'm like, hell, I'm gonna go closer to the road. Maybe that's gonna be my best bet. Set up on this, set up on this big oak. I'm uh, just kind of just kind of hanging out, looking around, and I think I hear some walking. Like the leaves are really thick, and sure enough, like before I'm able to get my gun up, I see a redhead. It's a male bird. That's all he gives me. Then he he, he saw me first. Um, I was probably sl- starting to move my gun, and he did not like what he saw. So I was like, dang, I could have been a Tom. He was either Tom or a Jake. Never saw a beard, so I didn't shoot. Um, but then I was like, okay, next time I hear those leaves, like I'm going to be much more ready because like, there aren't a lot of good spots to set up. I didn't have a stake blind or anything, so I was just gonna ha- I knew that when a bird came in, it was just going to be kind of quick. It was going to be a quick deal. Um, so sure enough, I pull out my Chex Mix, start, start eating my... Uh, there's more, more so trail mix, and that's a, that's a shitty mix, man. You don't like that? No. I think it, I think it's amazing. Um, and I'm I'm eating it for like maybe two minutes, and I hear, and I'm like, okay, guns up, and not like thirty seconds later, out pops three toms, just kind of eating, hanging out there at twenty-five or I know they're further than that. I'd say 35, 40 yards, and sure enough, Lee Tom. Who, who's up the highest sticks his head out a little bit and I saw a beard for sure got my gun up shot over him shot number one shot number two a different bird came storming at me and I, I drilled him he like literally was just like sprinting at me and I dropped him um, so I don't know what happened that first shot I think I uh, was kind of just uh, just first bird of the year rushing a little bit um, but hammered bird number two and it was pretty jacked up it's just like it, it wasn't like an exciting hunt, I'd say. Like, just, just a kind strategy of a, hunt. Yeah, just a strategy hunt. Bird's dead, meat in the freezer. So, but I was pretty pumped day one to, to get it done. That was about that was that was day one. Did we have any other highs from day one? You almost shot a bird. You chose not to. Was that day one? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So <clears throat> that day, yeah, I should talk about that one. Uh, that was your mid afternoon. Yeah, my mid afternoon. I. Man, a lot of this ground we were looking at was just thick grass, like almost like wetlands kind of stuff. Very good wetlands. "Mm." I was like, turkeys aren't going to walk through that. They don't want to be in that. So I was driving, and I saw this corn, like a couple cornfields that were back in there. I'm like, there are turkeys in the area. I can foresee them being in that cornfield because they're just, in my opinion, there weren't just like a ton of areas where they'd want to hang out and strut around and blah, blah, blah. So I'm just like, you know, I don't see anything in those fields right now, but I'm just going to go back there, and I've got some time before I need to head to my final spot to where I'm going to try to catch some birds going to roost. Uh, I'll just go back there. So I threw the backpack on, grabbed the gun, and uh, calls, and huffed it back there, get to the first field. I'm like, hmm, this cover, man. Like, the field edge was, like, brushy. Like, instead of, like, I, I couldn't find good cover, like, you could like even if you sucked in tight to the brush the brush was really like loose and like light cover so you'd still be sticking out so that was like my first thought i was like man i would kind of hate for something to like come on me right now mm-hmm. just be in tight because i i want to find a little better cover that i could suck into like further up this tree line there's better trees that i could get in and stuff and but i'm like i should just give a call before i get in too far so 
get out the old slate. Usually do a couple. And then I, I give it a second and I hear. I'm like, I'm like, mm. it's like hearing a drum without seeing the bird is like, like it takes a couple to realize that's 100% a turkey. Mm-hmm. So then I'm just standing there. I'm like, what the, is that a drum? I'm like, I'm like, mm. I'm like, at that point, I'm like 60% it's a drum. So I go to a knee and then I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to do one more call sequence. I'm like, oh, that was 100% a drum. I went to, okay. He is no one. gobbles though. No gobbles. Wow. He's 100% in tight. And so I'm like, shit, where do I go? Like I, I literally am, I have a, I'm self filming. So I have the camera with the, the tripod. I, I just put the tripod out. And I'm just like trying to inch my way into the brush, and I see this turkey pop out of like 40 yards and start just hauling butt straight to me down the cornrows. A hen? Hen. She gets to like eight yards. Really? And, yeah. Why? Oh, yeah, right. Just she was just know that. hauling butt right to me. Why? I would have had good cover. I would have. I would have killed these suckers. But just because she was like, "There's a hen in my area. I'm gonna come check her out." Oh, I, I did not hear this part. Yeah. And so she gets there and then pops her head up, pop, pop, and then just hauls ass away. Which Damn. of course I was like, that's what I I, I knew. So that what was cover happen. was behind you? Like, like, should you just lay down? <laughs> I mean, I could have tried to lay down. Like should have, but like I wouldn't be able to get anything like on footage. And like, if you were filming with me, like we kill these birds. But I have like, I've got a big shiny camera and stuff that I haven't been able to like. I, I, there's no cover hmm. anywhere. Sounds like yeah, effed up. No, if I would have had the three sixty or something, I probably would have just laid down. But I couldn't. Like I'm not. I'm not going to sacrifice the kill and make it a bad, like, like footage-wise to get the kill. So I'm like, camera, like, filming, like, I need to be able to do that. So, so then I could, then the tom goes silent for a little bit. I give it, like, 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, I, I'm trying to keep my head in the game, feeling like he could be still really close. Walk another 100 yards to some actually, like, decent cover. Hit another call. Seriously, like, again? Yep, right away. He's drumming. I'm like, man, where's he at? And then I see this, this dark tail fan pop up over this ridge right in front of me. Like, yeah. Like Tom so how'd you make it that 100 yards, yards without him seeing you? He was like on this downhill. He's like on this downhill slope on the other across the field. And I just was walking this field. He was like on this yeah, back yeah, hill side. It's crazy. He just didn't see your head. And yeah. you guys must have been like walking parallel to me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I call him up and... <clears throat> I, I ranged his strut and I ranged the tail fan at like 64, 65 yards. And I'm just like, you could do it. You could, you could probably make that shot, you know, like got the vortex red dot all dialed in. I got good loads in the gun. But I'm just like, it's too risky. Like it's 50 50, and I don't want to, I don't want to risk that bird's life for a 50 50 shot. I mean, you just don't know at that range, you know, you kind of got to get lucky, but. And I hadn't shot the gun at the, with those loads at that range. So I was just like, no, I'm not going to risk it. So, um, basically, he was there for a little while. I mean, and then he just kept heading that direction, paralleling, and I and I kept working, and I kept trying to find him, and I never, never could find him again. Oh, really? Never could find him again, yeah. So then I backed out of there, went to a roosting spot um, where there was also a ton of scratchings and sign and didn't, uh, didn't get anything up in there. Um, and then I went to take pictures of, of Tom after he shot that bird. So, I mean, a close call. I mean, almost two, almost two, two birds. I mean, 
if he's in the fifties, I'm taking the shot. Like he yeah. he needs he needs to give me another mm-hmm. ten yards, mm-hmm. um, and I'm feeling pretty comfortable with that shot. But you think you would have had some luck with if you had a reaping fan? You could you could have at least gotten closer. Yeah, right? I could have gotten a closer. Footage thing again, yep. probably. Yeah, I could have gotten closer. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so. Still a decent day one, but uh, day two started off not great for us at all. We went to try to hope oh, that yeah. that bird was in the area because I, I did not get anything roosted that night. There's so much field edge. Yeah, there. we were like, man, if there's just one, we, we can access it really well. And there wasn't. They were on the other side of this kind of Yeah, that was just unlucky. Kind of river thing that you like too big to cross um, without any waders or, I don't know, even like a canoe maybe. Um and so that that sucked. We were kind of out of it for that morning. Did we get any like what did we do after that? Do you recall? Just we drove around those different pieces. Saw that gobbler run away from us. Oh yeah, yeah. We I felt that day when they I felt like they were actually starting to feel some pressure. But who knows if they were or not? But um, yeah. But so that that I mean, fast forward to that evening, <clears throat> the. There's a bird gobbling in that area, and we were like, Graham, you should go. You should go back there. And what was see. he? Was he? Um, was he west side? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, he was on the west side of where we where we were, and we were like, you should go mess around over there. We saw a bunch of jakes in there actually when we were just pulling up to the area, and heard some gobblers hammering there in the morning. So we were like, go go give that a shot. And Thomas and I were gonna go back to where. We heard a bunch of them gobbling in the morning, and our night was slow. Fa- I mean, Very found slow, yeah. found some like decent ridges and stuff where we were like, birds were for sure roosted there in yeah. that morning. Yep, but nothing in that area. So there there could have been some guys. There were guys parked there in that morning. They who knows if they shot a bird, just ruffled it up. But um, Graham ended up having a really solid hunt. He he called in a bird, called in some jakes. Um, thought that thought he thought the jakes ran off this tom he had talking. Yep. And then that Tom came in drumming and gobbling too, right? He gobbled a few uh, times. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then he I don't know a, if he gobbled close though. I don't yeah. think he did. And then he made a made a couple awesome or made a, made an awesome shot um, and dropped that bird. We heard the gunshot and we were like, "Yes, gotta love the the sound of that shotgun ringing when one of your buddies is hunting close." Mm-hmm. Um, so bird number two was checked off the list there. So then it was just me, Nate, up to bat. Um, and we were going to go into a spot that Graham had hunted a little bit where he was like... That next morning, yeah. Yeah, the axis is kind of tricky, but once you get along this side, then there should be 100% birds goblin in there. And they were not exactly where we were thinking. We had to make some more moves, but... Because Graham, Graham had a very close and close that We weren't able to get a podcast or anything, but he had three birds at 15 yards mm-hmm. um, right, right off the roost in that spot we were headed to. So... Mm-hmm. He didn't get a shot on them. Well, yeah. I think he did maybe when they were flying away. Right. So, yeah. So, Wednesday, man, we got we got in, and they were talking late, and so just setting up on them was tough. We couldn't get exactly where we wanted to. Um, but the good thing that morning is they were talking more than they had been. But Yeah, the crappy thing with our morning hunts in Iowa, we were never in the zone any of the mornings. Right. Like, there's a zone that you want to get to, kind of like that 150 yards, I'd say. It's kind of like your safe zone. Yeah. yeah. 150, 100 yards. I mean, usually not. You don't want to be much closer than that. But, mm-hmm. um, like, we just, we were, we, we were never in that situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but we, so we had some goblin. 
set up on set up on some birds goblin and this dude was talking i mean every time we called i mean every minute or every two minutes just hammering on this opposite ridge within within 200 like hmm. like the distance where you're like Maybe. you're interested but like the gobble's like pretty decent but like he could make it to you pretty quick if he decided to and we talked to him for 20 30 minutes just back and forth and then finally we I, we saw him and he started moving off so we went down to the bottom and up to that next ridge where he had gone out of sight he had called just well, like right on top yeah, of us. Yeah, did he talk that like our huge back and forth? I mean, we had 30 minutes of talking to him on that ridge top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd said that, yeah. Yep. And so we made that move to that next ridge, and he's just like on top of us. So Graham and Tom stayed behind. I just tried yeah, to sneak I mean, up. 60 yards. Yeah, just loud. I try to sneak up to that ridge, call again. He's hammering right there again. But then this time I hear some hints and some more Tom's gobbling further away. So I'm like, ah, oh. like he might, he might make the move to – to go meet up with the, that group right there, which would not not help my case out much. Um, so that's what he does. He was in super tight. I was like, man, he has got to. He has got to just peek his head over here, and he did not. So he went to that other group. I could, we could hear him getting further away, and so we were like, all right, basically guys. same strategy. Yeah. Like as soon as though the, like the other birds talking like we're like we could tell they were on the other side of the hill again same thing just, just get up to that it's, like, it's like we were elk hunting just, just chasing them yeah. yeah just dogging them and so we get up to that next ridge and same thing i rip a call and it's pow, just hammer right on top of us i'm like boys if this doesn't happen right now i'm crazy because it's gonna happen so again we're just on this side of the ridge and the birds goblin are like just staying at like 100 yards i'm like man there could be ones closer, but I'm just not going to risk those birds, like, hitting another ridge. Like, I, I want to just get on top of them right now. So, they, again, Tom and Graham stay behind me, and I take uh, one of our cameras with my shotgun and stuff and start creeping over this hill. And as, like, I, I peek over the ridge, I can see two birds strutting, two toms strutting at, like, 100 and they're just doing their thing. And so I'm like, perfect. I'm just going to be able to watch them, hopefully call them in. They're fired up. Um, and literally I'm just creeping up to this oak and I'm just about to sit down and I see a tail fan at like 40 yards full strut. Cause I, I heard a drum. So I like looked down like to my feet basically. And there's just big Tom walking straight to me full strut at like 40. I'm like, Ooh boy, it's done baby. And, uh, so I sit down and as I'm like, 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 pull, like slowly pulling up my gun, to my shoulder i mean i'm talking slow i mean this, this dude's right right in front of me he gets nervous i'm like of course like you gotta expect it i mean I'm, I'm up against this oak but that's all the cover i have and half my body's in the sunlight half my body's in the shade because it's just where the sun was at and so he he like puts his head up like not like boogering out of there yet but like just puts his head up and so i uh, just go to shoot him and I've got the new Vortex, well, not the new one, but it's new for my gun. I put a spark solar on there, and I was dumb. I was dumb. This is, this is my big F up. It has, like, it has, like, a scope cover, basically, on it, like a sight cover. And um, I basically, I'd kept it on, just, like, thinking. Just kind of, like, little flimsy things that you had yeah. off. Like, yeah. they, were, they were off of it. They were off. But, like, they easily can, like, kind of come over the top of it and like flap over half of it and that's what had happened like as soon as i put my gun up to shoot that bird i couldn't see like the red dot it was like all 
the scope cover was in the way. So I was like, oh, crap. So, like, I have to quickly, like, lower the gun, move it out of the way, and by that time, I'm surprised you didn't just take, like, a quicker action, like, rip them off and... My action was very quick. Like, it was, mm-hmm. like, a like down and then... But, like, by that point, he's already... He's, like, walking away pretty hard and, like, starting to turn left and there's a lot of trees. So then, then you have to wait for a couple of trees to clear and then he's, like, starting to get more nervous and sort of going faster and I mm-hmm. put a shot through there, missed. Do you think... Um, do you have, you had uh, an opportunity to that first shot, for sure. Oh, yeah, I would have killed him. Yep. Damn. But my biggest thing looking back on there is, like, I should have ended up taking that shot because those strutters are still over there mm. doing their thing. I was like, I shouldn't have rushed it. But, like, when the gobbler's in range, yeah. you kind of just want to get a shot off. And looking back on it, I was like, I definitely well, one, shot. Yeah, one, the scope cover. That was just a rookie mistake. Just I told Graham when I was up there, he's like, oh, yeah, first thing I do with that thing is take it off. I was like... I should have, because I knew it was. I knew it was going to get in the way at some point, um, and it did. So that man, that one is still etched in my brain. That bird, I, I, we just hadn't been in them. I just haven't had. We just hadn't had turkeys close, and that bird just like beautiful, full strut, big beard, red head, just coming at me. I was like, I mean, it's a, it's what you want as a turkey hunter, and mm-hmm. screwed it up. So. And I think that one just kind of hurt because it was day three. You were the last one to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, like, family reasons, we, were, we would have loved to get back Wednesday. Yep. Um, and it just we had worked hard for him, you know? Yeah, we had busted our <clears throat> I assume he was the same one that had been talking to us over. Like, yeah. At least, at least in my gut, it's like it was him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I mean, I tracked us I tracked us out um, on X Tracker and... We did about, it was about a mile and a quarter in there from the truck. Yeah. Just on the way, just on the way out. So we did like three miles that morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, which is pretty good for uh, chasing turkeys in the Midwest. Um, pretty good effort rolling over hills and stuff. So, um, yeah, that, that sucked, but stayed at it. So um, we kind of game plan to hit up a different piece of public after that, just, just a I mean, just try something different. Um, At that point, like, I don't know, three days in <clears throat> to hunting, same stuff. You kind of want to just maybe, like, change the scenery. Yeah, get a little different look. So, Graham, uh, he hit the road that midday, and we hit the road um, to a different piece. Got there, pulled up to that piece, and I was like, man, there's some turkey habitat. Like, not a ton, but enough. You know, a lot a lot of it, again, mm-hmm. like, looked like wetland stuff, but it was pretty pretty decent on some parts and so we got to this road and parked the truck and walked in we were going to do a pretty decent walk about to a bigger chunk of timber and my first call um what i mean what time was it Twelve thirty. yeah my first call um hammered so a, a ways away a ways off but i mean i told i mean thompson and i were having the discussion it's like if a bird hammers you're like a couple times at 12 30 12 45 in, in the middle of the day he's interested like he's wanted to do something like that's just that during that time frame mm-hmm. they're they're just if you can catch the bird he's coming and that's what we were like we we just know he's coming um and so we just we just hung out and sure enough we saw birds coming um they came in saw two saw two toms and they're coming in, and then we lost sight of them several times, and then we see them coming in, and then we lost sight of them. Finally got to this spot where we're like, man, they're going to hit this water edge, and they're going to come right down this edge, guaranteed. And literally another five minutes went by, and then boom, that's where they are. 
see two birds. And one of them's far, one of them's close. Try and figure out how I can get a shot off on them. Finally do see a redhead right at, I mean, what was the shot? 20, 25 Yeah, yards. maybe. Take it. Boom. Dropped him. I'm like, heck yeah. Like, tag Phil just crunched him. And get over there, grab him, bring him back to show him to Tom. I'm like, what? It was a freaking Jake. Oh, man, I was I was bummed. Yeah, I could tell. I'm not a Jake shooter. No, not anymore. I don't know. Like, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just like when you're after a Tom, no, you yeah, don't want to shoot a Jake. Legal. Perfectly legal. But, like, you asked me, like, t- like tomorrow, like, would have been the last day. Thursday, that would have been the last day of the hunt. Like, would you have would you have uh, shot a Jake or pass on a Jake? I was like, 100% pass on a Jake. I would rather yeah. eat the tag and not get anything than shoot a Jake. Just... Just personally, they just yeah. don't fire me up. And so I was like, ah, I mean, still a great midday hunt, but we th- we had seen two Toms in that group. So that's it. That's, they were both, that's why, like, both of them. I felt dumb, but like, it was also like, man, I hadn't seen any other birds besides two Toms. I saw two birds right there. Mm-hmm. So I like, I wasn't like, I, like he was walk- like the when I saw the bird, he, like he was like walking away a little bit, and so like I couldn't identify the beard, but like redhead. Got, I, like, I knew 100% it was a male bird, so I wasn't, like, worried about it. Like, I shot a hen or something, but I'm like, dang it. So, um, that that sucked. Like, I was like, how how can I, like, mess up that? Like, if I'm just trying to shoot a tom, I, I mean, how can I mess that up? I'm guess, like, I guess you just have to get that identification. Gotta see the beard. Yeah, I mean, toms have, have thicker heads, too. Yeah. But it just... It's kind it's of tough, to tell. yeah. Especially so. seeing, yeah, seeing two toms is just, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I mean, we we feel it was, it was also a now and never shot. As like, as if I didn't shoot that bird in the next five seconds, it was going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't like going to be patient and wait to see. But whatever. I mean, three for three, still filled the tag. Um, but I was like, eh, I was kind of leaving there, being like, mm. definitely little little on the butthurt side, but. Any any remarks? I mean, we're still learning, I guess. You know, it's not like I, don't, I wouldn't say it's really a, like a learn like it's a learning opportunity, but not like you just you know you for sure don't want to shoot Jake. You know how it feels. Like I don't know, you've sh- the, you've shot Jakes before, but that was like right when you were mm-hmm. getting into turkey hunting many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and if people want to shoot Jakes, that's that's totally cool. I'm just like personally, I'm just like not doesn't fire me up. Why not? It just doesn't have the same trophy. Just doesn't have the same like. No, it's not even the trophy. It's just the the mind power. You know, like mm-hmm. you could shoot Jake's all day. They just they're just dumb. But like shooting a Tom, you have to be able to uh, crack their crack their brain power, and that's that's really what what gets me the mm-hmm. gets me fired up. Um, we were lucky with good good weather. It was mm-hmm. windy, but. Um, I don't know. We we were lucky that the second group that came to Iowa, who we were hoping to hunt with, um, they also went four for four. They all killed birds. Pretty crazy. Um, everybody shot a Tom, but I think Mark shot a Jake as well. I don't know if he intentionally shot one or not, but either way, Wardman's a Jake shooter, seven, just like me. Seven for seven on out of staters um, hunting the great state of Iowa. They do the DNR does amazing amazing conservation work. Um, I truly, 
truly applaud Iowa for their public They're, land management. Yeah, it, I, it's I love really it. good, and like they they don't give tags out to Tom, Dick, and Harry like mm-hmm. like other states. Um, like it was an application deal, and I don't know how many tags. I mean, Nebraska's in a better state now. I can't shit on them like I could last year, but uh, Nebraska's got a cap that was also met. I think. But did it close? Did it technically close before season, or could you? Yeah, um, I feel like it may, might have closed a couple of days in archery. Might have, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Ten thousand quota. But just the management, the land management there, bird number management. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, they have they have. This, this is how I say it. Second year hunting turkeys in Iowa, and two years in a row we've seen prescribed fire. Their public land hunting is as good as private land hunting in Nebraska. Yep. I'm just going to say it. But, like, I, I know I could hunt public land in Nebraska, and it's not as good as private land. What do you mean? You could hunt... Simply because of management. No, you mean you could hunt public land in Iowa and know it's not as good as private land in Nebraska? Or what? No, no, no. No, I'm saying that the Iowa public is as good as a lot of private land. But yeah. Nebraska public is not as good as a lot of, of, a lot of oh, private land. Sure. Like, there's, there's a difference there, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, man, I like, I do... I mean, it was just it was a really good, really good hunting. So, I don't know if it was as good of hunting as our previous hunt. I'd probably not apply for that same unit again, dude. There, there are birds everywhere. I don't know what you're talking about. There are a lot of birds, dude. We had way it's more. It's a different op- timing. Had, it's the timing. We dude. had way more opportunity in our last year. It's timing. I think. Well, I mean, both amazing season. hunts. Both amazing hunts. You heard more gobbles. In the morning this year, mm-hmm. but um, they yeah I guess it must just be timing. Yeah, but either way, a good week of turkey hunting. Good Both three ha- days of turkey. Neither hunting. of us have killed a Nebraska bird yet. That's that's gonna happen. Um, we're just looking at the weather, basically waiting to do do in Oklahoma. Maybe a maybe a bird on the way back in Kansas or Oklahoma, um, and then was it Earth Day today? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, Earth Day. It's four twenty, isn't it? Um, and Wisconsin, Wisconsin's in two weeks. So, I mean, we each got a couple more birds. We each got a couple of great, great hunts ahead of us that we're going to be surprised by birds. We're going to hear some drumming, some gobbling, hopefully hopefully starting tomorrow morning. So that'd be awesome. I've yet to hear a, hear a drum. This season. I love drumming, man. Especially when they don't gobble first. Like, it's great no matter what because you know that bird's mm-hmm. tight. But especially when they haven't gobbled and you're like, what is that? You, like, really have to yeah, really have to tune the ear to the, the low. It's like a low hum. It's mm-hmm. Yeah. It lasts longer than you think. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I have, I have heard drums. Now I think of it, Jake's a couple of Jakes uh, in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yep. So we've got uh, on our Kansas eighty. The corn is planted. Corn's planted. We are doing switchgrass on it. That's planted, sprayed. So man, things are already things are already turning for uh, yeah season. It's crazy. Uh, Season 2023, it's it's uh, yeah going to be hard to beat. We're two, we're already we're two months away from seeing like very big racks. Yeah, which is 
That'll get you feeling right. Yep. Big time. Big time. Well, I hope you guys are just just out turkey hunting as well. Um, Tis the dang season. I mean, like I, I feel guilty this time of the year if I'm not in the turkey woods because it's just beautiful time to be an outdoorsman and it's not the fall but it's like there's something also special about the spring yeah big time big time big time so cool anything else for our our listeners our our next couple podcasts are going to be uh very turkey heavy hopefully some success stories so stay tuned peace